0: Everybody to another episode of the handball movement podcast and I'm super excited because today with me there is another Italian in this episode It's a professional player it's Davide Bulsamini hey Davide how are you doing
1: hi hi Andrea and for me it's a pleasure to be here in your podcast because I think it's it's you know a new thing in the handball world because uh, yes we we need something something like that to spread the the word of handball you know and yeah. i'm fine i'm fine we we trained this morning in the gym and uh, in more or less one one hour we will train on the court because we have to prepare a, a game on this uh, saturday against uh, westcap and it will be a very important game so we we have to train good this week
0: Yeah, so thank you for finding some time in between all this uh, busy schedule and is actually what probably we're going to talk a bit uh, later. But my first question would be if you like to introduce yourself a little bit and explain uh, how was your journey as a player. So where did you you start playing and then what happened? You're one of the few Italian players who is able now to uh, be an important professional player. You're playing abroad and you have already uh, two different experiences in two different countries. So, in the Italian scene, you are one of the most important players. So, if you would like to, I leave you some uh, this beginning of the first this, this episode to talk about your journey. So, how was your handball journey?
1: Yes, yeah, sure. Uh, no, uh, I I'm an Italian guy. I'm 26 years old, and I'm from uh, a little village called uh, Mordano near Bologna, half an hour from from Bologna. And uh, for me, it was quite quite easy to play handball because I think that uh, Mordano is, uh, as I always say, it's, I think the only the only place in Italy where handball came first, you know, before football. Yeah. So uh, I did I I did different sports before before to play handball. I did also a little bit of football, but uh, I was not so good. And uh, I swim also. And then I started to play to play handball because, as I, as I told you, uh, handball is the first sport in, in my village, and all all of my all my friends play handball. So I started to play there, and I started from uh, you know the youth the youth team, and uh, uh, seven years ago I think I I started to play for uh, for the first team, which uh, when I w- when I was there. Uh, we played in the in the first Italian in, in the Italian first league and uh, and yeah I did I as always I at the beginning I didn't play a lot because uh, there were some some good players older than me with with a lot of a lot more experience you know but uh, at the end I I conquered you know my 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 place in in the team and uh, and I started to play more and more until the the last year, which was I think five years ago, more or less, which I did uh, d- during which I did a very good uh, a very good season, played both attack and, and defense with the consistency, you know. And uh, there I I understood that uh, playing handball was uh, you know what, what I wanted to to do in in my life, you know it was. I understood that because uh, the day that uh, there was no training i i I went to train my myself alone. and I started that it, it was uh, what I wanted to to do. Yeah. So I started to to talk with my coach uh, to talk with some people that had some connection with uh, you know uh, the handball scene abroad, you know, not in Italy. Yeah. because uh, at the time i thought and now also i think that if you want to be a professional player you have to go abroad because uh, at the moment i hope that in the future the situation will be different but at the moment in italy there are not the condition to 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 play at a, you know a professional level to be a professional player uh, 100%
0: yeah, I think so, it's a really, you know, understandable process if you now handball in Italy at this stage is not the main sport and uh, also to be a great player in Italy if you want to excel you want to have an experience abroad and that that would happen to you right? You were able to that,
1: Yes. It was that that be, and as I as I always say to the people that ask it ask me ask it to me it was not only an handball thing, you know. It was uh, maybe more. It was like a, a challenge that I wanted to to put myself in, you know, because yeah. uh, at at the time uh, I know I knew at the time that uh, in Italy I could have been a, a good player, a very good player. But uh, the the thing that I wanted to know if uh, it was that if I can be that player abroad, you know in a different yeah. situation in a situation where the the level is uh, so much higher and uh, so it was a challenge for for me that and and this this was the thing that pushed me to to try to to go abroad you know I that's a great that's a great
0: approach yeah that's a great approach you know to try to get out of the comfort zone and, and push a bit the limits and say okay let's go and see how it how how I will be in a higher level in another in another situation another environment so I think that's a really good mental approach.
1: Yeah yes it was it was the the thing that uh, you know that motivated me and fortunately I I spoke with one, uh, one one person who make who make me who you know make the contact with uh, a team uh, in French. At the time, it was they were playing the third uh, league in France, which is uh, a very high, which is, in which the level is so high because it's quite uh, professional, you know, the third league. And there, it was it was playing one of of uh, my best friend now, but until that moment, I didn't know him, which was Pablo, which is Pablo Marocchi, yeah. and uh, nothing. Uh, he spoke with the coach. I went there uh, one week to to train with uh, with the team, and uh, and after this week uh, they they decide me you know to sign me, and yeah. the the club is uh, Saint-Marcèl Vernon. Uh, they are now in fourth league because they had some problem with money, but uh, yeah at the time they were in third league and they went up this this year in the second. So I played. Uh, that my first year abroad was uh, in, in the French second league which yeah, is called promotion. Pro yeah. and uh, for me it was amazing because uh, you know the level is so much higher uh, it was the first time that I live like a professional so I had to think only to, to handball and yeah. nothing else so yeah. you wake up in the morning and the first thing you do is uh, go to train and then you train another time in the afternoon and at the beginning, it was quite strange and quite uh, quite difficult, you know, but uh, it was uh, the good choice, the right choice, you know.
0: Yeah. The first thing that I, uh, I'm thinking to ask you is then uh, now moving from Italy and then to France and moving from a certain level to handball to another kind of uh, handball. What are the biggest difference that you notice? So as soon as you step in the French. Uh, yeah level. what kind of things you were surprised at? okay yeah now I am in a different level and I see that these things are definitely better.
1: Yeah um, the first thing that I noticed the difference was the, the, the physical level you know okay I, I, I thought that we, we train we train hard in Italy with uh, our team. I thought that uh, we run a lot but then I arrived here in France. And we started to training, and after thirty minutes, I was totally dead, you know. Okay. And I and I tell to myself, how how is possible, you know? <laughs> so this is this was the the, the first thing, you know. Yes. And the, the 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 second thing is, you know, that uh, um, maybe in Italy, you know, when I played in Italy, the the the, the thing that was that make it. it just that, that the things that uh, make me uh, make me better than the other you know It was maybe my physical level but uh, in France it was not sufficient that you know you have to, to pay more attention to the details you know uh, when doing, when to do a cross, which space you have to attack, uh, if the defender do this, uh, where you have to shoot because uh, uh, the goalkeeper will go on this side and not on the other, and yeah. these were things that uh, b- before go to to France, no one explained to me. So yeah. for me it was uh, it was uh, so much at the beginning because it, and and for this it was difficult because there are like it's like when you go the first day of school, you know. That you get yeah. so so much so many information informations yeah uh, and and then you have to to you know to keep this information and uh, and to try to to use them and uh, this in the first moment was uh, was so so hard
0: yeah yeah now it's really interesting because it seems also a natural process you know it seems also um... The same situation when you are maybe are in the young categories and youth categories, and you have a couple of players who are so physically dominant that they make the difference. But then, at a certain age, when everyone becomes adults, yeah, the physicality can be a factor. But now it's already more uh, yeah. flattened as a difference. And now it's who is the technical player and the people who can read the game and have more knowledge of the game who makes the difference. And that's that's a great yeah. stuff. Because exactly. that allows you to, to, to improve your level. Um, so, and now I'm asking you, now you move to Spain. You're now playing for Cuenca. And uh, yeah. what kind of difference did you notice between the French uh, style of game and the Spanish style of game, if there is any?
1: Yes, yes. I think that uh, it is the same difference, you know, the, the details, uh, but from the tactical point of view, you know. Okay. Because may, maybe I think that, the, the you know, the performance level of the players in France, maybe it's a little bit higher, you know, than in in Spain. So, for example, like, on I, I, I will talk to, to of myself, you know, uh, of what, what I've seen, you know. For example, when I was in defense last year, I played in, uh, in Nizza, in Nice, in France. And the coach was a Spanish coach, Adier Antonio, which is uh, a very, very good coach. And he like initiated me to you know the Spanish way to play the game. So right. for example, uh, in defense, maybe I made a mistake, you know, but I I recovered to this mistake with uh, the physical activity. So with my leg because uh, I was fast on on the movements and Movement. all of this, yeah. and uh, and um, I recovered this mistake, you know. And what I've noticed here in Spain is like, is that when you do a mistake, the opponent will take immediately advantage on you because of these mistakes. Okay. And uh, this is the, the thing that I noticed more, you know, because- So you're uh, saying
0: that there is actually a technical, you, you're surprised for the fact that technically in Spain, it's, it's harder. So as soon as you do yes, a mistake... Technically
1: and tactically, you know, okay. the players, I, the, the you know, yes, the average of the players are more prepared, you know. So everyone can take advantage of you if you do a mistake immediately. Yes. Uh, and maybe in France at the level where I played, so it was a second league, you know, I never played in the first <laughs> French league. So maybe it's the same things, but this is what I've noticed more. And the thing that I've noticed more, but this I've noticed already the last year in Nice because the coach was a Spanish coach, is that in Spain you do a lot, a lot, a lot of video of yourself and especially a video on your opponents, you know. So you arrive at the game that you know, for example, that in this situation they will do this and the thing that I it surprised me more is that you you study a lot the the players uh, and the characteristics of, of yeah. yes individually of each one. For example, I remember last year that uh, I there was that, that player, for example, which uh, in, in in a certain situation when he was looking to the middle back, you know, he passed the ball to the pivot. Okay. So and 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 in the game, I cut this ball and I take this ball. So uh, this uh, it was a very a very new a, a, a totally new thing for me.
0: Yeah, because I think uh, that, yeah, the the visual uh, contribute and the visual yeah the recording training and so show to the players what happened in the match. It could it could be a great help also. Yeah, in teams who are not playing in the first division in France or in the first division in Spain but also um, on a normal medium level and without maybe not going so much into details because, of course, the resources are different and maybe there's not even all this time to go so much into details, but probably just looking what your own team is doing and what generally another team is doing in some situation. Do you think this is a great upgrade for a player to be able to see, Okay.
1: Yeah, because... uh for example also the greatest player in the in the important moments you know they will do w- what they know they they do better you know
0: yes so,
1: so for example there is a player that uh, has uh, a good uh, change of direction on the right side a very good change of direction and in the in the important moment for example at the last yeah. second if he has the ball he will do that
0: yeah, but you everyone will, will because, uh, rely on their strength. Yeah, on the strength. Because
1: point. it's like it's like it's like you know your brain uh, is telling to you do that because uh, you you know how to do it good you know.
0: Yeah, you have high high percentage to succeed. Yeah,
1: yeah. That if you know that, and if you know that, you can uh, adapt your you know for example your defense on on the movement that you think that. Uh, he, he will do and, yes, uh, and is sure there, is, there will be the one time where the other where the player will do the opposite you know but it, it will be one out of ten
0: yes so maybe yes.
1: one time you lose but the other nine not
0: you win uh, I will go then immediately to another question that for me it's really interesting. So I'm I'm I also had the chance to see you play a few times this season when I had the time to be home exactly when you had uh, the match live. So I didn't want to miss the opportunity, and I saw that you are uh, used a lot as a defensive weapon in your team, and not only in offense but like in defense you're definitely always there. Um, I don't have a video, unfortunately, for this time. But for the future time, I will also have some videos of your work in defense. So I want to ask you, really, how important is defense today in the in the modern in the modern play of handball? How important it is to be uh, a good defender individually, and how important it is to be, have a solid defense as a team?
1: I think that it it becomes the more more and more important, you know, because. Uh... Uh, I think that the uh, end is developing so so quickly, you know, and in, in a way of uh, uh, of transition, you know, transition game. Yeah. So if you know if you see uh, uh, an end game today, you know the the transition, the fast break are a lot, and the percentage normally in this, in this situation, you know, uh, are so much higher you know then uh, you know a uh, placed attack so 6 against 6 in in one half so for me it's it's for that the defense it's it's very important and uh it it, it will it will be uh, more important you know because in this situation if you can limit the the goal that the the other team will score in in placed situation it will be you know uh, you will uh, the, the, the 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 yes the possibility to win the game will uh, will grow up you know so I think that uh, for this is is uh, so important and uh, and for example uh, uh, the coach now are searching for players that can both attack and, and defend so yes. they don't have to, to make change you know because when you make change the the opponents. Will uh, you know? Will kill you in transition, as I said, as, as I told you before, because you change, and they will, uh, you know, they will attack the space that you let because you are changing. So having players that can play both attacks and defense, it's it's so important, and it will be it will be, I think, the, the most important things in in the future also.
0: Yeah. So to be a versatile player and be able to play with. Uh, importance both on the defensive side and offensive side could probably be a key for the future development too and that connects really good to the next thing so in the recently I'm talking about with my other guest about player development so you can use this question personally or just so about what happened to yourself in your journey or just what you think about it what do you think are the most important uh, points for a player to, uh, you know, to develop and then maybe succeed as a professional player, as a player who could play a higher level? You think, you know, yeah, what are the most important uh, key points here
1: today? Uh, I, I think that the, the most important things for a player to to develop and to develop in a good way is to be critical with himself, you know, so, so that you can perfectly know where, uh, uh, where you are not good at, you know, where you, where you are good, uh, so you know exactly where you have to put more attention when, when, when you work. So, for example, I know that uh, I'm not so good at shooting uh, from this position, so maybe when I train, I, I try more situation in this, in this position than from, from another. But at the same time, you have to be you have to be critical, but uh, you you know you have to be uh, psychologically strong, you know. I, and for that, I think that a psychological point of view, it's not. Uh, okay, at the moment we don't give the, the importance that uh, the psychological point of view for me it has to to have, you know. Yeah. Because for example, you can be critical with yourself, but then if you are too much critical and if you are not strong uh, from the psychological point of view you maybe you you will fall down because you are you you can start to think oh i'm not so good i'm i'm not so good i'm not so good and you start to go down 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 and when you go down it's hard to recover to, up yeah to, to recover up so i think that as we train you know physically tactically and technically we we have to start also to working on, on the psychological point of view. Uh, to be, you know, consistent psychologically and flat, but flat in a, in a positive way, you know. Yeah. Flat in in meaning, and the meaning of flat in this situation is, you know, to don't have high and low.
0: Yeah. To stay to be able this, to stay um, centered, yeah.
1: I like Yeah, to stay there and to... To stay concentrate on what you what you do because it's always like this. You have days where you are at the top and days which yeah. you can do nothing. And yes. in the, the difference, you know, is to to stay up in this um, in this day. Like because staying up, you will train you will train good, and training good, you will uh, we will permit you to to improve.
0: Yeah, I like it a lot. This answer actually, and I think it puts a new highlights on the importance. And, and coming from a professional player, I mean that means a lot. And it puts uh, a new highlights on the psychological importance, of, and on the fact that if I have to talk to myself and my colleague as a coaches, we have to remember that we have to take care also on the person that we are growing. So few yeah. of them will make it as a professional player, very few, if we are lucky to be there and uh, follow them in this journey, good. But the majority, uh, our our duty is to make them, you know, good humans. So yeah. and sport and will teach you this, to be consistent. And, and on the other side, they will learn through sport to rely on themselves. I think that was a great answer, David, I like it a lot. And um, I know you have also to go to training soon. So I will use this as a bridge to another question. Can you tell us something about living as a professional player? So we probably think you all have a lot of fun. It's a great life. And for sure it is because uh, it's the dream that we most of us have uh, as a child to become a professional player in something. But can you tell us also, yeah, and this uh, it's, it's linked to what you said, to be strong psychologically what are the hardest days and what are the hardest thing in the professional uh, life
1: uh, finally you know it's a very good it's a great life because you do what you love you know and what you work for but as i told you before it's it's hard also it's hard because uh, like it's like you are you are constantly challenging yourself in every in every minute and of, of your life and you are constantly under you know um, uh, under the judgment of of uh, of the others you know yes because uh, of the coach of uh, of the media uh, i the guess media. Yeah. and uh, so when you play good you are uh, like the king and when you start to play <laughs> bad you are You're rubbish uh, I don't yeah, want, yeah <laughs> rubbish <laughs> so that that, that is uh, the hardest thing i
0: I think because
1: yeah. you are you, you, it's like a constant a constant uh, challenge uh, to improve, a constant challenge with uh, with the other. It's you know it's a con a constant competition, you know, and uh, the thing it's that you have to make this competition good and not bad, you know, uh, because uh, yeah, because you have you have to. Uh, to use this uh, this competition, this challenge, to motivate yourself to do to do to do better, because uh, a lot of a lot of people uh, doesn't understand that uh, we are not players, we are uh, we are persons. So we have uh, a girlfriend, we have a friend, we have a mother, we have a father, and uh, you know uh, that's your job. We play. you
0: do your job as best as you can. But the point is, play. yeah, you're yeah. definitely that's under
1: yeah, and how we play a lot of time. It's not related to how we train or or our value as a player. Sometimes it's related also of uh, with other situation that we are uh, that we are living because at the end we are humans, normal hu- human being. You know.
0: Yeah. So um, now that's that's also an important thing. How do you deal personally with this? What is your strategy? Is just to focus on yourself and just live? Yeah. out yeah. What is out-
1: yeah, I, I start to focus on myself, and uh, uh, it's hard because uh, I am of, I am one of the of the of the people you know that uh, tend to go down psychologically. So I'm working on it. I'm trying to, to say to myself that you know I'm that's what I love to do, and uh, I'm trying to and I'm I'm doing to my to my best. And, uh, that, uh, there will be tough moments, and I have to accept them and not refuse them because, uh, if you refuse them, it will bring you, you down. So, yeah. you know, the, the things is uh, the, the most important thing in this uh, for this point of view is to accept the things, you know, you have to accept that, uh, other people criticize you yeah. and, uh, and that's all. Yeah.
0: And so, at yeah. the end, the,
1: the the people that cares about you know you good and they will not judge you
0: for one uh, single performance. For... Yeah, of course. Yeah,
1: that's true, that's true.
0: All right. Should we wrap it up? Because we have to go to training again, I guess. So it's almost but we, time.
1: But we will... Uh... We will do another episode there. Yeah, hope. of
0: course. It was it was really important. I think it was a uh, short but dense and actually it was almost the same length as the other episodes. So thank you very much for your contribute. And Thanks maybe in, in the future we're gonna talk more about training and other things that we're gonna discuss together. So thank you very much, Davide. And uh, thank you next time.